the Blurtopian experience. Big wallet, big head, question mark. So let's see how I am going to navigate my way through this one. I am mostly a person who likes to do things extemporaneously. I love to improv. And in reality, it's not, a, it's not really even a question of improvisation. When you've been doing something for more than two decades, it's no longer even a question of improv. It's no longer even a question of uh, making it up as you go along. It becomes second nature. You know, I've, I used to, I used to really love watching musicians. I mean, the kind of improv musicians who can, who know their instrument so well that when you just simply name a song, they kind of get the melody and then they start to play it. I mean, I've seen bass players, drummers, but uh, especially keyboardists and of course, guitarists. You know, they have this uh, ability, you have this ability once you've been doing something for a very long time to kind of ease your way into it. So even though it is still going to be, this is still an extemporaneous thing. I know that when I take off, it's not a question of um, here and now, but it's a question of many, many, many years of of doing this. I've often wondered what gets into people sometimes. You know, I love human nature. Anyone who's been following my work for a long time, you're probably getting tired of me saying that all the time. But but it's the truth. It's what I'm into. It's what really drives me the most. Striving to understand human nature, striving to understand human behavior. Uh, I mean, it's 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 um it's something that I have a deep love for and appreciation for and 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 uh, a passion that is um insatiable. Just I never get tired of it. It's been 22 years now, and I never get tired of looking into human nature, asking questions about why are people behaving this way, and trying to formulate some kind of reasonable answer for myself to get a to get an understanding not only of how or why people are behaving the way that they do, but in order to investigate and to sort of interrogate myself and say, is this how you're going to behave? Or is this how you have behaved? Is this how you are behaving today? So in an environment like Blurt, where you have a simulation of an economy, and then you have human nature factored into the formula, you see a lot of the things that you see in the real world. And some of these things are Repetitive, but I'm appreciating something about my smart casting and in particular about smart casting with the Blurt community. And it, it affects me and I notice that it affects me. I, I notice how it changes me, but that is the nature of building an audience. When you become a public figure and you start to build up an audience, it is very important that you, some of your personality, some of your character needs to get put to the side, particularly that part of your character that could uh, scare your audience away or offend your audience away. Something that you don't want to do because you, you, you know, yes, it is true that I should be number one, foremost, seeking to be as authentic 
as I can to maintain my integrity and to say what it is that I feel that I need to say. But at the same time, to not go overboard, to not go overboard in saying, well, the the most important thing is that I've got to say what I've got to say. If I just kind of made everyone, uh, if I just lost my entire audience, so be it. No, I, I don't like to reason in that way. There are people who do like to think in that way and they generally don't have the ability over time to build build up an audience. You know, people uh, people who are in the broadcasting world have to be conscious that, number one, you have to stay true to your own personality. I do agree with that. You have to, you have to stay true with your own voice and what it is that you want to express yourself. And then after that, you build up an audience. Well, once you start to build up an audience, you have to learn how to respect that audience and show appreciation for that audience. So big wallet, big head. Well, well, we have big wallets, don't we? We have big wallets on all of these different types of platforms. But again, I mentioned the word kind of in passing simulation. We are in a simulation. I had an interview the other day with Mega Drive in, in which Mega Drive was helping me to understand basically what the metaverse is like, cause you know, I, I, I know that this has been hijacked by Mark Zuckerberg. And so everybody thinks that metaverse is, you know, those people like myself who are not really up to date, you know, think it's something that's coming out of Mark Zuckerberg where in point of fact, it, as it turns out, metaverse is just our online world that is being created in which we uh, interact with other people in ways that we normally would do in the real world. You know, we're, we're creating a, a digital mirror, uh, a simulation in the virtual world of what it is that we do in the real world. So in the world we have, in the real world, we have money, we have capitalism, we have pathologies, we have psychology, sociology, we have um, people, we have human beings. And when we have human beings, we have a, really interesting playing ground. We have a, a very interesting place in which people um, show themselves to be who they are or show themselves to be who they want other people to believe themselves to be. And sometimes they show their shadow. Sometimes they show the dark side of their nature. Now, in having said all of that and in having kind of put a broader picture on my understanding that some kind of audience is building up around this voice and around the particular topic of blog. I could talk about a lot of things, but when your audience starts to build up in one area, then you nurture that. You don't abandon the other areas because I don't want to do that. Um, I have always learned uh, as an artist in life, you will always have those who applaud your work and those who um, criticize your work. You should not do it for either or because you fall into a trap in that way. Now, what happens to human nature? Oh, is it a daddy issue? Is it authoritarian issue? What is the issue? When people feel that they need to attack other people, confront other people, 
who have positions of, let's call them positions of power, positions of influence, positions of so-called importance. We have high stakeholders in this simulation. And just like in, in, the, in the real world, if you want to call it the real world, uh, reality, there's always this animosity. There's always seems to be this animosity that comes out of people towards other people who are in a greater position of influence, a greater position of power, uh, a greater position of wealth. There's always a lot of complaining that goes on from people who do not sit in a particular seat, but want to imagine themselves in that seat. And I have often repeated certain things, but over the years I've learned that repetition sometimes is necessary because there's always a right time in which someone hears something and then finally says, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I got it. You know, like um, we have to keep repeating things such as uh, respect for private property. Because some people just aren't getting it. Now let me backtrack for a moment because there's something, there was, there was something very new about social media when I came into these blockchains, whether it be Steemit or DTube or Hive or Blurt. I saw that there was this really um, deep emphasis on bringing one's ideology to the platform. Now, people do this on other platforms as well, but not to the degree that you see this happening on places like Blurt because there is the simulation of this economic system. So now we want to start judging ourselves based on well what we have on our in our wallet. So when you have nothing in your wallet, you you know, you're basically you're either very humble or very careless. <laughs> Well, then when you start gaining some, you know, building up some influence tokens and, and mind you, it's uh, influence token is a very interesting word phrase with a lot of depth because we are here in this tokenized simulation to try to gain. Right. The gamification of blurt is that you are going after that token. You want that blurt. And there are some very simple rules of engagement. Number one, you just have to create your own profile, which then automatically creates for you. You know what's interesting? Here's the interesting thing. Your profile on Blurt is not created on the platform. The profile that you create in order to be able to engage in the platform, that profile is created within your wallet. You create a wallet name. So the initial beginning of the game is the wallet in which you will need to put your tokens, whether you buy them, whether you get rewarded, whether you get them transferred from someone else, whether you're getting delegated. The initial point that you are taking off from is not the platform. And I will always repeat this until people get that these are the initial rules of engagement. First and foremost, if you want to participate on Blurred, you need to go into that wallet. And you need to get yourself an account. 
And in that wallet, you need to start building up some tokens. So the name of the game from the very, very, very beginning is not content. It's not who you vote. It's not how you vote, who you delegate, what kind of bots you use, what kind of bots you create, what kind of voting circles you create. That's all platform. This game starts on the blockchain. And this game starts with your wallet. Your wallet. My wallet. Afterwards, afterwards, you can then use that wallet name, your profile name, to go on to the platforms or apps, whatever exists that allows you to communicate with the blockchain apart from your wallet. Because that is your first priority. That is your point of entry. So if that is your point of entry, then what is the most important thing to do? Well, how about respect people's wallets? Whether you want to look at this as a business venture, whether you want to look at this as uh, just purely social media, however you want to look at this, there is no... Um, there's no basis for you or anyone else believing that your ideology is what is most important within this framework. Because I've, as I said, I've noticed that this phenomenon of, of kind of a fundamentalistic attitude, fanaticism, just a crazy fanaticism. The more you try to demonstrate to someone that Blurt is not decentralized, the more they want to believe that it's decentralized. <laughs> you know what's interesting to people who believe that this is a decentralized, they know exactly where to go when they want to point at the centralized leadership. They know where it's at. If this was really decentralized, like, um, you know, who's the leader of, of Bitcoin? Who's the leader of Bitcoin? Is there a face? Is there a name? Is there a group of people? Maybe there's a group of miners. I don't know. Can you automatically distinguish where you need to point your finger when you're looking at the leadership of Bitcoin? No, that's not, it's not, it's not that easy. Now, is it? But the leadership of Blurt is very open and out there. We know who they are. Okay, so you've obviously making a, you, you've made a mistake in believing that you have entered into a decentralized system, a democratic system, a community system, uh, a censorship resistant system. I think people come in with these ideologies and, you know, I think it's the, the atmosphere of the simulation gets to people's heads. And I've said this in the past because you're, you're working, you know, when you're working with culture, you're working with language and language is what allows you to define what it is that you believe, what it is that you do not believe, what it is that you understand, and what it is that you misunderstand. So when you come into this game, you got yourself a wallet. You've got yourself a token. Uh, I would really love to see the front page uh, of, of, of Blurt change so that we get rid of this word, get paid. Because uh, apart from the fact that it's not true... You know, you're getting rewarded in a tokenized system. You get paid to go work. You get paid to go do your gig. You get paid in cash. That's what you get paid to do. 
And now on the one hand, that's, that's for that reason. But on the other hand, there's also the reasoning that I would like to see the blurt community understand that if we keep putting that, if we keep putting out there that we are a blog where you get paid, eventually that's going to fall onto the ears of people who will say, okay, if you're getting paid, are you registering this income? Okay, people, because when you start having to register your income, then the entire platform, the blockchain shifts in nature. So this is why I always, I don't emphasize because I want to be nitpicky. I want to get into semantics. So uh, I want to really emphasize and say, listen, we are not distributing money here. We are not employed. So we're not getting paid. We're being rewarded in a tokenized system. But hey, this all contributes to the vocabulary. It all contributes to the jargon. It all contributes to the language that we use within this environment. So I get paid and I'm a stakeholder and, and, and we have a wallet and we can transfer to exchanges and, and we can buy and sell. And all of this terminology, unfortunately, seeps into your mind, seeps into your consciousness and you start to take the shit seriously. You start talking about things uh, which would be relevant in reality, but not in the virtual world. Because again, point of entry, your wallet, the blockchain. After that, it is a question of how do you get these tokens? That's where you can go onto the blockchain or whether you can go onto an exchange, whether you can set up a witness node, right? The idea is we are here. After that initial engagement, getting your wallet, then it's on. Then it's a question of how do I get tokens in this wallet, whether they be liquid or in the form of blurt power, which is the influence token. Then that then allows you to go into the realm of the platform, which is a whole completely different realm. And there, the platform, there are three basic rules of engagement. You have to write a title, you have to write a body, and you have to write a tag in order for you to be able to post this transaction onto the blockchain and allow yourself to become available and eligible to be voted upon so that you can receive those tokens. Again, the game, get the token. When you respect the rules of engagement, and here's the here's where the here's where the part gets funny. This this is where it gets all kind of mishmashy crazy. Well, when you figure out how you can get the tokens, well, then you start to try to figure out how other people are getting tokens, and if other people are getting more tokens than you or have more tokens than you, you suddenly get upset. You side you you suddenly find the rules of engagement to be kind of off-putting. And some people, when they reach a certain level of power, a certain level of accumulated wealth, they kind of think that, well, this gives me uh, the authority to be able to create other rules. But that's not the case. You can create rules that you make up, rules that you can pretend to define, and, and insist that are there, but they're not because the basic rules of engagement are very simple. You build your, you get yourself a wallet and then you try to get tokens into that wallet. However you do that 
is your fucking business. And the blockchain is not going to stop you. And this needs to be constantly, constantly repeated. There was one thing that I really liked. And I wasn't expecting it. I really was not expecting this. When uh, a while back, I did another smart cast and it was similar to this issue here. And it was the smart cast in which uh, we talked about does the freedom to express equal the freedom to abuse? And the answer, of course, is yes, because this is just human nature. When I did that smart cast, um, Mega Drive left me a comment. And he mentioned something that I mentioned in the SmartCast in which I said I really would have loved to have seen Blurt start from zero. And to much to my surprise, perhaps because in, in, in hindsight, having been able to, to reflect on how things have gone and the kind of issues that have come up, you know, maybe Mega Drive now sees that, okay, maybe it wasn't that great of an idea to clone and take a snapshot and do this hard fork. But perhaps it would have been better just to start from zero, start from scratch, start a whole new game. Because you, we have, what we have done in Blurt is we have taken on the burden of the history of Steam with all of its accounts. I mean, and, and, and think about it. I mean, why would you want to inherit? Why would you want to inherit? Um, a million abandoned accounts. <laughs> That's not a good starting point. Um, but I understand that during the moment when what was being created was being created for other reasons, like things were going in the direction that they were going. And those who wanted to build Blurt wanted to improve upon what was already happening. But I think in hindsight now, many would agree that the most, um, the most successful thing to have done in order to create a completely new environment and let go detach from the old environments was simply to start the blockchain from zero from scratch brand new just brand spanking new i mean it, we would a lot of the things that we're talking about now would not have been an issue so i mean issues like what the what the south korean community uh, has been able to do what they have been uh, able to accomplish, you know, that's nobody's fucking business, is it? They got their wallets. They got it from the cloning, from the snapshot, from the creating of this hard fork with their tokens that they gotten in there. They understand the rules of engagement. They understand the rules of engagement, plain and simple. They have understood the rules of engagement for years and they have played those rules of engagement to their benefit and continue to do so. The only way, the only way that that is going to change is if the rules of engagement on the blockchain level change until such time, we ought to respect those who are very good at respecting the rules of engagement and making progress. Okay, I mean, if you play chess and there are certain pieces that just annoy the shit out of you because you just don't like those pieces. Well, hey, they're part of the rules of engagement. If you don't if you're if you don't like how the knight moves, but you love how the bishop moves. Hey, 
uh, go play another game because it's part of the game. And when it's part of the game, people ought to congratulate those who have successfully understood the rules of engagement, have engaged and have become influential. And, you know, so if people want to come, they want to go. However, the rules of engagement are what they are. Everything else becomes bickering. Everything else becomes uh, what I don't like or what I do like based on the ideologies that I want to project out onto the platform. They have nothing to do with the basic underlying rules of the game. Because the basic underlying rules of the game are very, very, very simple. It is the interaction. It is the game of human nature that then uh, changes changes things up. So, you know, this this thing about, you know, feeling like you're standing up to people. Why not just go and talk to a person if you have that much courage? Because this is the fascinating thing. When I read certain posts by certain people, you can hear... You can you can um, perceive you can you can perceive the arrogance. So it's kind of like, well, OK, well, if you have this ability to just put yourself out there in public with arrogance, right, you, then you must be some kind of tough guy. You must got some courage in you must got some go and confront the person directly. Or is it there, is it a question of fear? Because then if it's not a question of fear, well, then it must be a question of of capriciousness you're just trying to get you're you're just trying to gather up attention you're just trying to gain attention you're you're these um what i call the pseudo revolutionaries who blah 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 uh and then when when it comes time to spark the revolution you throw the first stone and then you run home i've said this before in the past in other contexts and i've seen it and i've seen it there's there just seems to always be this bitterness towards success. What kind of success are you trying to build in your own life if you have a bitterness towards success? What trying, what kind of understanding, what kind of compassion, what kind of what, what are you what is it that you're trying to comprehend about leadership if all you can do is point the finger at leadership? And what's interesting is that these people talk as if they have a leadership stance themselves. As if they have leadership skills themselves. If you, if you really had leadership skills, you wouldn't have a problem with leadership. Now, would you? If you were minding, if you were minding your own fucking business, then you wouldn't be so uh, oriented towards wanting to mind someone else's business. But I do understand that this comes from a lot of misunderstandings, a lot of confusion, and a lot of people who project their ideologies onto what they believe this platform should be about we are human beings on this platform so we are bringing uh, uh, we are bringing all all that is light about us and all that is dark about us <laughs> but that has nothing to do with the token okay it, it's a, it's a very basic simple system here we have a blockchain that allows you to create a wallet and that wallet then allows you to accumulate tokens okay then we have a platform that also allows you to accumulate tokens based on your ability to interact with other stakeholders. And there are no rules there. 
how you interact with other people, that's your business, but how other people interact either with other people or with the blockchain, that's nobody's business either. Now, since we are in a centralized system, then we ought to, there, there are two things that you can do. You can really just mind your own fucking business and handle your profile and your wallet. Or if you're really that interested in Blurt, if you're really that interested, because you know, I can care less about Mark Zuckerberg, right? I could, I could care less if Facebook fails or not. And I'm, and I'm saying that not in today. I'm saying I'm, I'm kind of projecting myself backwards in time. When I got onto Facebook, I didn't care about Mark Zuckerberg. I didn't care about getting his attention. I didn't care about writing up status or, or writing things and saying, hey, uh, can't we make Facebook better so that I like it better? I didn't. I engaged with other people. I didn't give a damn what the hell happened to the price of, of the stock or anything like that. Here is a completely different ball game. Here you have the opportunity to actually get to know the leadership. So if you give a damn about Blurt, then care about the leadership and care about the team that the leadership has built. Care about the witnesses, okay? Otherwise, just use the platform. Don't give a damn about Blurt. Don't give a damn about the token. You got your wallet. You, 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 you have that ability to get that wallet. Nobody's going to stop you. And you have the ability to post up on the platform. You know, uh, post whatever the hell you want to post up. Connect with people all you want. But don't pretend to be interested in the growth and the future uh, in, a, in a sort of in an altruistic way. Because otherwise you're just showing yourself off to be uh, very selfish in nature and saying, well, I'm just really, I'm, I'm complaining or I'm pretending that I care about the platform or I'm pretending that I care about this or I care about that. But w what I really do is I just really care about my interest. I just really care about what I'm going to get out of this. So uh, why, are, why are you so concerned about what other people, how other people are getting their interests met? Again, if you, can, if you, can, if you really care about the platform, then care about the, care about the leadership. Show yourself to be a person who it, it wants to get involved and wants to find his or her place by, you know, showing yourself to be able to be a team member. Or are you one of these decentralization junkies? One of these pseudo anarchists, you know, uh, every, every, every man and woman for themselves until you seen some, you know, until you come across someone who seems to be doing a whole lot better than you are. Or seems to be doing something that you don't like. Now, like I was saying in the comments that I got from Mega Drive, he said, yeah, we should have started from zero. I was surprised. I was glad to hear that because I just, you know, I, I didn't want to be the only one to think, you know, am I thinking something stupid here? Am I thinking something that is outrageous? No, well, we, we, we would a lot of problems would not have been here today had we just started from zero. 
That said, we don't know what kind of future. You know, I, I can't just uh, sit here and imagine that if things would have gone, as I said, that things would have just gone perfectly. You know, maybe things would have never taken off. Maybe it would have been difficult to uh, get the token up on different exchanges. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't evaluated the benefits of having done this hard fork during the time period that it did because – if you think about it, it almost kind of guaranteed that some users would come up, you know, when you, when you start off something like this, you want to make sure that you have some inkling of, of an idea that people will come on board. And so that did happen because removing the downvote and, and removing some of the things from the system was meant to cater to those who were already familiar with this idea. But I still think um, it would have been great to see it start from scratch. And and I still think someone may eventually do that. I think someone may eventually come up with a, a decent token name. I, I find it hard to, 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 to think of something better than Blurt. Um, and to just start the whole system from scratch. Just start the whole system from scratch. Uh, I'm sure that all of us from Blurt would find it interesting and we would be curious about it, especially if the, the downvote remains off the table, the reputation remains off the table, the blockchain dollar remains off the table, these um, the hive mind communities remain off the table. And, you know, perhaps, you know, well, let me fantasize a little bit. We get rid of the delegations and we get rid of proxy, you know, and then just start it from there. But uh, I'm not pushing for that, nor am I looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to getting to know this platform. I'm looking forward to further getting to know the leadership. And I have been very blessed and I feel very fortunate that um, I know uh, a, a good couple of, you know, a good couple of people from high up there. So I know some witnesses, um, some team members. Uh, I've had an opportunity to communicate on more than one occasion with the co-founder. So, you know, it, it raises the level of responsibility in me and it raises the level of interest in me. You know, and when I see certain things, I, I kind of stop and I want to reflect because I say to myself, Tino, be careful because, you know, you're accumulating a lot of tokens. Uh, I never had ever, 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 nowhere near close the amount of tokens. I'm approaching 100,000. Uh, I never had anything like that on Steam or the other places. So the the influence token that I have now, um, it's something that I have to reflect even further on because the more you accumulate, the more you want to help more people. But you also have to be realistic. And most importantly, most importantly, uh, I never want this to get to my head. I never want to get to the point where, oh, I got certain amount of tokens. So, you know, I'm the big man on the block. Uh, my say, and, and this is what I think, and, 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 you know, just kind of go from being humble to being arrogant. I don't want to do that. And at the same time, I don't want to spread myself and overexpand out too much where it gets to the point where people who I genuinely like, you know, that they don't have the benefit of my support because I'm trying to spread myself out too much. And, and I see other people going through these kinds of things, but I also see um, one thing that I, I really, I really enjoy about Blurt, what I have been seeing is that for the most part, people who do have 
uh, healthy accounts, very wealthy accounts. Uh, they're gen- they're very generous. Whether it's C time, whether it's Upvu, whether it's um, um, uh, Richard, Practical Thought, uh, Mega Drive, people seem to be very generous with their uh, with this distribution of rewards. Because as I mentioned to Mega Drive during the interview, um, it, there's a culture of positive reinforcement. So it's really nice to just put positive energy where you want to see something or someone grow. And yeah, how about we all grow up? How about we just all grow up, try to be decent human beings, and for the most part, we're all adults. So we don't have to write nasty posts uh, towards oriented towards people that you haven't even taken the opportunity to try to contact to try to talk to, talk to people first, man. Talk to people first. That is just, that's the simplest thing to do. Otherwise, it just becomes a question of, um, of trying to get attention. But you don't realize the kind of attention that's going to be coming your way is probably not the attention that you thought you were going to get. I'll leave that for another smart cast. There you have it, people. Thank you everyone for the massive amount of support that I have been getting. And thank you very much for taking the time to listen.